What's it like being a ghost? Ghosts are dead. I'm very much alive. Hello and welcome back to Scream 101. I'm Brennan. And I'm Sergio. For now. <laughs> yeah, we're everything is for now, you know? Mm-hmm. Um it's you know, it's a it's a rough time to be a human being right now. Um Yeah. That's my ten word review of the global crisis we're in. Yeah. Um Yeah, so including, you know, how everything in the entire world is affected by, um, you know, the COVID-19 global pandemic, mm-hmm. um, including this podcast, um, in the sense that like we were starting to structure it around movies that are coming out in theaters and now no movies are coming out in theaters. So Everything's really, getting pulled. Yeah. I don't really know what, um, you know, what the slate is going to look like. Maybe we'll do stuff that's out on Redbox or streaming or. Yeah. We'll find a way make it semi current. Yeah. Cause that, that I think is a good idea still. Mm-hmm. Um, but who knows what, you know, our lives are going to look like in the coming months. Yeah. Um, including for now, um, we're, we're doing the movie that, not the movie that I said we were going to be doing. And that's going to be happening a lot. So I'm just going to stop saying stuff. Yeah. Um, we're doing Hollow Man from 2000 to tie in with uh, the new Invisible Man review that we did. Which hopefully you guys saw and enjoyed. Yeah. Talking about the movie, not necessarily our podcast. Well, I hope both. I hope you looked at your phone while it was playing our podcast for the full 30 minutes. That's how you see a podcast. Okay, okay. I was gonna. I was trying to work out the math in my head. Uh huh. Um, but first, let's do some ten-word reviews of the, maybe the last movies we saw in theaters this year. Okay. Uh, well, I would start with Boggy Three, um, which All is right. the Bollywood action movie that we watched. Yeah, it was Bollywood. Yeah, I thought Bollywood implies that it's dancing. There was a huge dance number in it. First there of all. was. There was lots of dance. You know what? You're right. I yeah. I am just not educated nor respectful in any kind of way. I am sorry. I apologize. This is me issuing a statement. Oh, thank you. I was wrong. Yeah, and also Bollywood is, it is, tends to be characterized by dance and music, but it is specifically like the Hindi films from India. Okay. All right. So Boggy 3, shirtless man saves the world. The end. Yeah. And my review is reprehensible politics, but an inexhaustible supply of campy action mayhem. Yeah, it was three hours of some good stuff. Two hours, 25. Felt like three hours. It sure did, but it was all great. Yeah. What's the next movie that we reviewed? Um, Not even in theaters. It's The Thing About Harry, which we watched on Hulu. Yeah. Not that bad. Yeah. Solid. Honestly, that's all you need. But my review is, Harry is so hot and so annoying and deserves better. (laughs) Yeah. Good for Harry. Thank you. (laughs) I love that for him. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um... We should talk about Hollow Man. I will pull up the plot because I forgot to do that. My computer is just looking at pictures of Alfonso Herrera on Google right now. <laughs> oh, because you want to see what he looked like when he was in his Rebelde years? Yes. Yes, Rebelde. Um, weirdly, I didn't find any pictures of that, but I did find a picture that is him in like an orange jacket that looks like the sexiest mugshot ever taken. <laughs> huh. um, but yes, here's the plot of Hollow Man. After years of experimentation, brilliant but arrogant scientist Sebastian Kane has discovered a way to make matter invisible. 
Determined to achieve the ultimate breakthrough, Kane pushes his team to move to the next phase, using himself as the subject. The test is a success, but when the process can't be reversed, Kane seems doomed to a future without flesh. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's the plot summary of this movie. Of course, he becomes evil and incredibly uh, voyeuristic and rapey and gross. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Kevin Bacon doesn't mind playing him a villain, and I appreciate that. Yeah. What other villains has he played? Uh, X-Men First Class. He was a Nazi in that one. Oh, yeah. He's Sebastian Shaw, right? Oh, another Sebastian. He likes to play evil Sebastians. Mm, character actor. <laughs> Literally one character. <laughs> Sebastian the is the character. Sebastian. Maybe it is. All right. So what else has he played that's evil? That's all I had. I isn't, actually don't know that much about Kevin Bacon. Isn't his character in Footloose kind of chaotic? He's chaotic good, though. Just, you know, refusing to abide by the law, breaking the town's moral codes. That is true. By dancing. <laughs> yeah, he's like um, an evil... Uh, who's the guy that led all the freaking snakes out of Ireland? You expect me to know this? St. Valentine? No. Um, he's the I think god it's a of saint, candy right? hearts. I think it was. Was it St. Patrick? I'm going to look this saint. up. I'm just going to type in Ireland snake guy and see what comes up. Enter in Ireland snake saint. Let's see what comes up. And it's just nonsense. Okay, hold on. Um, Yeah, it is St. Patrick. Okay. So um, fools are going to be celebrating his holiday in the streets uh, tomorrow as of recording, right? Yeah. Well, today's the 15th. Is it? Yeah. Oh, you're right. You are so right. You're so smart. Okay. So we rate all of our movies out of five on scariness, campiness, effects, and quality. Boom, boom, boom. Wham, wham, bam, splash. Okay, keep going. Uh, what's your scariness score? Um, two. Hey, me too. Yeah, it was okay. There were some scares. It was definitely thrills. It was much more of a thrill ride yeah. than it was a scary movie. Yeah, I mean, it's not really a scary movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it kind of becomes slasherific in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's not really its main goal. Yeah, it's more of a case study in a man's, in a genius man's uh, slow but sure descent into madness. Well, I feel like he was already mad at the beginning, uh-huh. um, but not like Jack Nicholson level in The Shining. Like there is, there is a slight difference, but yeah, he's definitely, you know, the he's type passionate. of person who would become this way. Mm-hmm. He's passionate, you know, um, a genius, some might say. Some might say. Um, yeah, Sure. He just typed in some things in the computer, and the computer said, yes, good job. So I'm like, how smart is that? I could have done that. But did you? No, I didn't. Yeah. Also, did you turn a gorilla invisible? I did. It's right over there. Oh, no. <laughs> Coming right at me. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, the biggest thing of scariness about this movie is, I already mentioned, like, how voyeuristic and creepy the just the sheer sexual menace of the kevin bacon character mm-hmm. at all times with flesh or without um there's that part where he's like creeping on elizabeth's shoe and she's responding to him but she's looking directly into the camera so you are him and it's uncomfortable mm-hmm. and you know just about what you'd expect from a paul verhoven joint mm-hmm. is oh, a strange amount of misogyny and sexual menace so there you go what else has paul hover done verhoven um he did showgirls oh um yeah that's all you need to know <laughs> continue um he did uh, i think he did, he did that movie that was with uh isabel Huppert. um 
That one where she like all the gays want her to win that Oscar. Yeah, the Oscars one, not Greta. I was gonna say, was it Greta? No, it was the other one that was that was a woman's name that she was. Wait, in. Wasn't it Isabel or like Elaine or some shit? Laura, <laughs> Francis. Um, hold on. Her was it? Her? I it feel was, like it was her or it was, L. I think it was L. It was L. It was L. Yeah. Yes. Um, I was like, why is her standing out? I was like, oh, because L is her in French. Yes. And some of us happen to speak a little Francaise, a little Francheesy. Um poo. Um poo. Anyway, um, yeah, that was creepy. Also, the the titular hollow man kind of look that he has is pretty frightening. Oh, where it's just like skin? It's not skin, like plastic? Yeah, yeah well, yeah, it's like this um rubbery mask mold rubber of his face yeah um but the eyes it's hollow like the eye holes you just see nothing so you see this hollow head kind of floating yeah. around it it is it's an it's a unique image for yeah. sure yeah it's like homies ensconced in like a condom and like a kind skin of. colored condom with holes empty, yeah. conveniently where the mouth and no eyes should be mm-hmm. yeah and uh, well, you know what i'll talk about that when we get to effects what's your campiness score Two. Okay. It's more of a one, if I'm being honest. But I had fun watching the movie uh, for to see them take things so seriously. They literally injected a Gatorade-colored substance into the veins of the invisible gorilla and then Kevin Bacon. So I'm like... Eh. Yeah, and multiple Gatorade flavors, too. Yeah. They had, like, Mountain Crush and Orange Mist or whatever it is that they uh-huh. had. And it was weird because they treated it like it was radioactive material, but then at the same time, it, it was just casually, like, around them and stuff. So it was... The way that they treated it, I was like, oh, this is just like for, for BSing me to make sure oh. that I think it's super science. Yeah, these are the worst scientists in the world because um, they are messing with radiation. They mentioned that they were doing radiation therapy on him to try and de-invisibilize him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but also, for some reason, um, the lady's uh, Elizabeth Shue, she's looking at a blood sample through a microscope. Mm-hmm. But first of all, I don't know whose blood it is because invisible man blood is invisible. Otherwise, you would just see a bunch of blood floating around. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, did she just find some blood? Where did she get this? Um, and she was just putting it on the slide and queuing it all up. And she wasn't wearing gloves. Mm-hmm. And I was like, look, I know this is something I'm definitely thinking about a lot because of the current you know, global pandemic that we're in. Mm-hmm. But it's like, girl, you got to be hygienic. You're yeah. dealing with blood. Like, this is not even like, oh, I'm going to the grocery store. It's like, oh, you are touching blood right now. Yeah. Be safe. Uh, what did I think that was your one thing that I thought was fun and is more of an effects thing than anything, uh-huh. but not even that just like as a plot point is the fact that his eyelids are invisible. So everything hurts his eyes. That is, I totally relate. First of all. Uh-huh. Um, and second of all, I think that was like a level of thinking through how it would actually be. That is like, that was, kind of, it was definitely satisfying. Yeah. I guess maybe Kevin Bacon just is that method, you know, he was like, what would it be like if my eyelids were we're invisible. Are you saying Kevin Bacon wrote this movie? I'm saying Kevin Bacon, as a talented actor, probably got that line in there. Okay, sure, maybe. Oh. Mm-hmm. I, let's let's just you know. Just Daniel Day Lewis is quaking. Yeah. Who? What? Daniel Day Lewis is quaking. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Whatever, man. I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, my campiness score is actually three out of five. So I I found some some moments to find laughter at. Yeah, because you know it's just it's mainly the the sheer. 2000 of mm-hmm. this movie mm-hmm. um like all the character actors we get who disappeared past like 2004 um and the two 2000 the millennium did these women's hair dirty uh-huh. <laughs> elizabeth shoe is wearing like a curly broom on her head and the other one 
looks like she tried to be Parker Posey and then dyed it fire engine red and it just is not working for her. And it's just a real shame that, you know, this movie couldn't have been made now. Just kidding. With all the great hair that we have now. We have such great hair. Um, Asymmetric bobs. Yeah, it'd be like a a, a thick bang. I was going to say just really heavy bangs. Yeah. Anyway, and also there's that uh, kind of annoying like sludge rock on the soundtrack that all early 2000s movies had to have. Where it's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, what else do I have? Oh, there's a part where the redhead actress, and I don't mean to rip on her too much, but I was not a fan of that performance. Mm-hmm. And I also don't think that Paul Verhoeven is a performance-oriented director. I don't think he was trying to get anything out of her. Oh. And he didn't. Um, but yeah, there's a part where she's like, Flatline, he's going into cardiac arrest. And I was like, oh, Flatline would describe exactly the delivery of this piece of dialogue. <laughs> um, yeah, and then, you know, the scientists continue to be dumb. They have these heat vision goggles that they refuse to use, even when there's an invisible man running around trying to murder them. Mm-hmm. Um, they keep taking them off and putting them on where they're like, oh, now we should look around for him. It's like, no, keep them on the whole time. So if he sneaks up on you, you can see him. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Idiots. Um, We got some invisible dick. That's cool. Uh, Thanos is hot. Yeah. We haven't talked about Thanos yet. Josh Brolin's in this movie, as Brennan's mm. already mentioned. Shirtlessly a lot. He goes on to play Thanos, and he's in this movie. Yeah. This is just fun facts. Yeah. Uh, you should put that in the IMDb trivia. <laughs> I wonder if that's there already. It probably is. Let me look that shit up when we're done with this. Mm-hmm. They're like, uh, Thanos could turn someone invisible with his infinity gauntlet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Josh Brolin is shirtless a lot in this. There's actually, there's a lot of just general nudity in this movie. And obviously with the women, it's entirely gross the way that it's treated. Oh yeah, they're treated as sexual objects. And yeah. it's kind of rapey. It's very oh, rapey. Yeah. Well, because he's constantly like pulling open their shirts. Is that part with the that poor redhead lady? Like, invisibly, her nipple is being pulled. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, oh, Paul Verhoeven, you really like to commit to yeah. these horrible things. And then the neighbor that's just minding her own business across the way oh, is yeah. just murdered. Yeah, it's intense. Um, but there's also a fair share of male nudity, which I do appreciate. Um, I appreciate them lightening the load a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Elizabeth Shue does get to do some fun stuff in the in the end. She like flamethrows um, Kevin Bacon, mm-hmm. and then she like in Indiana Jones style slides in through an elevator to like prevent the doors from shutting and while flamethrowing him. That was mm-hmm. pretty fun. Yeah, the last sequence is pretty intense. You have the elevator scene. Uh, it's after they've already like survived his rampage through the rest of the staff yeah um and the elevator is for whatever reason going up super fast yeah and then it's on its way oh yeah because there was an explosion in the bottom and like the heat from the explosion propelled the elevator to go up because science works that way i guess um and then it's on its way down and it starts crashing and then yeah this is dope yeah um yeah i think that's all i got for campiness shall Mm -hmm. we shall we move forward Mm -hmm. into effects yeah I think it's movie of four. Um, for effects? Oh, that's fair. Um, I was giving it a three, but I could be talked out of it. Uh-huh. Um, what's your favorite element of these effects here? Um, my favorite element of these effects is that they are there. Um, the invisibleness. Uh, 
uh, where you something's invisible and it's made to look visible again. It starts slowly with the veins and then like the cardiovascular system oh, yeah. or whatever. I thought it was really cool. I like one of the sorry. Go ahead. No, I was like, I know it freaked you out at certain points, especially when they intubated him and you could see the intubation tube. That was really cool. But yeah, uh-huh. gross. Yeah, um, but yeah, that was really cool. It was a really interesting, uh, thought out plot point. Yeah, it's it's like one of those like children's biology picture books where you flip the like transparency layers um, of each of the body parts. Mm-hmm. What are you looking at? Do I need to like read that? What that is? Read what? That pencil note that you made? No. Okay. It's for me. I don't know. It looked like it was upside down. Was, I was doing something wrong. No. Okay. I would tell you if you're doing something wrong. Yeah, Sometimes on air. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like last time. All right. So what else is happening? Uh, well, effects. Um, I think I'm still giving it three just because the, you know, the 2000 CGI. While I think they used it very well, it's still not like quite at the level that it should be, and they uh-huh. rely on it pretty heavily. Mm-hmm. So you you're aware that it's faky, but it's in a way that you can, you know, turn off your brain and buy into the reality of the movie. Mm-hmm. So it's good enough to get you there mm-hmm. at least. And I like that. And I think there's a lot of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, especially the attention to detail of like the hollow head. Um, like there are parts where if he's standing in front of a light source, you can see the light shining through the back of his like plaster head mm-hmm. and you can see it kind of lighting up the inside of his eyes, like a jack-o'-lantern. Mm-hmm. And that stuff is really cool yeah. and really well thought out. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, you know, it's pretty solid. Yeah. Like endocrine man running around. Endocrine man. Yeah. Was he ever endocrine man like running around? I mean, yeah, he was like you could see like his muscles and everything. Mm-hmm. Definitely towards the end, when yeah. he was like falling into the elevator shaft. Oh yeah, I remember that now. Which is such a Verhoeven way to go. <laughs> Death by elevator. Mm-hmm. All right. So what else? What other categories do we have? We have quality. Quality. All right. Overall quality. Yeah. All right, so I give it a three. Okay, yeah, me too. Um, you suggested this movie because you had seen it as a kid, right? Yeah, whatever year it came out was the year I saw it on pay per view illegally. So two thousand. I saw it when I was nine, probably okay. ten by that point. Um, probably nine, right? No, probably would have like come out. It like movies didn't have as high a turnover rate as they do now. Like you know, they're out one month and the next month they're out on DVD. Uh. Like you waited some time. Oh back yeah, in those it would have been okay. So you would, yeah, you, not in theaters. Never mind, I forgot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so, and you you liked it then? Yeah, that was cool. Like, did it scare you, or what appealed to you? Do you remember? I think it was just the fact that it was a thrill ride from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. It was an interesting concept. It seemed pretty well done, uh, and these are things that I think are still true. Uh, there was. A semi-coherent plot. There was some tension between the characters that all made sense. Um, I didn't realize how rapey it was then, but uh-huh. I was ten and impressionable. Uh, so, so who knows how this movie shaped my view on sex? Oh, um, yeah, I, I agree. I'm giving you a quality score of three, just because like it, it was not as fabulously incoherent as, as a showgirls, which is a movie that I do have a lot of appreciation for. Um, I just, I was a little exhausted by it. It's a little too long. It's too long. Um, no one yawned there. That was me pretending to be on. Yeah, sure. Um, the characters I wasn't super invested in, um, just altogether. I wasn't having a great time overall, even though Mm -hmm. I respect a lot of the craft of it. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And I will say, I know you hated the opening credits for uh, Invisible Man 2020, but these opening credits really give the those a run for their money. Because first of all, I thought the Invisible Man credits were great. I liked them. Um, but I these credits, that there was no point for them. Like, well, it, there's even less point for these, which is a bunch of like alphabet soup letters floating around and spelling out the names of the people, which are then written underneath them anyway. Yeah. Like how, it, you know, in Harry Potter's Hogwarts letter, it says like Professor Minerva McGonagall and then it has her signature mm-hmm. or like any letter that you've ever gotten. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like that for no reason. Mm-hmm. Sorry. What were you saying? No, I was saying nothing. I'm sorry. Don't apologize. No reason for you to apologize. I should be saying something. I'm yeah. sorry to you. <laughs> I'm sorry to America. Yeah, letting them to down. All of my fans. Nah. All right. What's next? Um. Oh, I mean, I just want to mention that like the one location thing, like, because there are other locations, but it's mostly just set in this lab, mm-hmm. which is kind of boring to look at. It's just this metal underground lab. Mm-hmm. Um. It felt more Blumhousey than the Blumhouse movie, mm-hmm. like based on this same kind of material. Mm-hmm. Like it felt more constrained mm-hmm. to the single location, mm-hmm. and I was feeling. Like antsy a, li- a little bit more than you felt like the invisible man. You can uh, you understand his level of madness then. Oh, totally. Yeah, I kind of liked that as a kid. I was like, oh, this is this one set that we know very well that we kind of like feel like we're a part of. Uh-huh. Um, now uh, I thought it was eh, it was okay. Well, I kind of wanted him to wreak havoc in the above ground world a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the well, he would have no reason to like. I felt like his hatred towards his fellow coworkers was kind of understandable. Um, cause you wouldn't hate the people who you're closest to. You wouldn't necessarily hate just any random person. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I felt like that made sense. Yeah. But like, as far as I understand it, cause I still haven't seen it, but the original invisible man, like is kind of a flat out terrorist. Like he's trying to blow up a train or something. Like really? he's out there doing shit, <laughs> like being, you know, homicidal maniac. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of hoping for that rather than like him just cutting through this cast of really bland doctor characters mm-hmm. who I have not come to know and love. Mm hmm. And who are, you know, kind of of a piece, really bad at their jobs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's about it for Hollow Man. What, what say you? I'm good. I'm mic drop. Okay, great. You dropped Mike. Where did he, he fell down a manhole? I, that's not a joke. Let's go. It's time to stop. <laughs> um, you know, it's been a weird week. It'll we, continue to be a weird week. Yeah. We're just doing our best to get through it. We watched this movie for you. You're welcome. Yeah. Now you don't have to. Yeah. Um, yeah. Next week. Well, uh, in two weeks, I don't know what we're doing. Um, <laughs> we'll see what's out in theaters. We've still made it out. You know, if we're still alive and all that good stuff. Yeah. So. My demo better be. <laughs> okay. Great. <laughs> Just <laughs> we'll work hard. I mean, look, we're all working on it. Yeah. We're washing our hands. We're uh, socially distancing. Mm-hmm. Um, we're voting. Yeah. Yeah, we already did that. Yeah, we know. I'm just letting them know. We're voting. Yeah, okay. Throwing that out there. Um, but yeah, just everybody, you know, be good to each other. Don't be racist to Asian people. Wash mm-hmm. your hands. Yeah. Um, and just don't, you know, don't interact with anyone. Yeah. Um, this is why you have podcasts. You're so welcome. Yeah. You don't have to touch us. You don't have to be within six feet of us. We're just here to entertain you. In your ears. In your thoughts. Yeah, but not your eyes, mouth, or nose. That's important. <laughs> All right, so with that, I'm going to go ahead and say good luck on your journey. And stay gold. All right, bye-bye. Bye. This episode was brought to you by Pod People Productions. To find more episodes of this show and others, please visit podpeople.me. It's podcasts for the weird at heart.